0: what is up everybody welcome back to another episode of medicine and culture with tin and on on this night here today just gonna be me your host tin currently a first year resident of family medicine and got some juicy stuff coming out for you guys this week uh i want to kind of i guess just like focus on the social media stuff today like some tiktok clips We'll be talking about some nurses getting in trouble for posting uh, TikTok clips. There's a hot medical student that say they're too hot to be a doctor. that get criticized for it. We're going to talk about that. And then I think one of my uh, I think most fun to cover and interesting story is that there was a, a nurse petitioner who got... Uh, sued and fined, not sued, I think she got got fined for calling herself uh, doctors and kind of misleading the patients and the public. So we're going to be talking about those things today. So let's get into it. If you guys haven't yet, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube video, YouTube channel. I have the video long form on there, We're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so I probably should make an Instagram page and start posting reels on there too. But that's an upcoming project. So let's get into it. So today we have four labor and delivery nurses have been called unprofessional and a disgrace after sharing patient behaviors that gave them the ick on TikTok. This is from BuzzFeed News, not a very reliable source, but I have seen the clips. And it's pretty cringe, uh, inducing. And uh, they are unfortunately I can't show it to you guys because they took it down already. They deleted it. Um, but essentially, there's this trend that was going on TikTok that was kind of like posting icks about, like you know, like the thing before was like red flags about like guys. So more like pet peeves. So nothing really red flags, but now the icks are kind of like oh, like oh, you in a relationship, and these are some of. The aches that the guys do. Oh, he doesn't open the door for me. Or he doesn't pick the place to eat. Or he doesn't pay for my dinner. So, like, some kind of aches. So, like, any kind of pet peeve. So, that was the trend, right? That was the the hot thing going around. And then, you know, as always, as healthcare providers always try to get in on a trend. And uh, so, these nurses... they <laughs> They get some viral backlash after they posted a TikTok sharing patient behaviors that give them the ick. So essentially, they just kind of usually you want to vent about these things in like behind closed door. You don't want to be never ever air out your dirty laundry in public ever, especially putting on like video form, like sharing it to like nation like worldwide. Millions of people in the world That's going to be seeing this stuff You don't want to be doing that Anyway, so here's what happened Original video posted by Han Hinton Which is now uh, deleted A group of nurses Wearing Emory University healthcare uniforms Share the things that peeved them A hospital-focused twist On the popular social media trend So, quote This is what the the caption said My ache is when you ask me How much the baby weighs and it's still in your hands, one nurse said. Saying you don't want any pain medicine, no epidural, but you add, add an 8 out of 10 pain, another added. So those were the captions they were putting on the videos. <laughs> and then they also mentioned aches about other people in the delivery room. So not the patient himself, but quote, when a dad comes outside and asks for a paternity test right outside the room door one nurse said, so this is another one of the caption so, yeah so these are just like, and I just got off my OB rotation and I'll be honest, you know um, we don't tell we love our patients, we don't tell patients that, like, any but when you're at work, there's be frustrations and complaints that you're gonna run into there's gonna be difficult patients that you have to deal with but you don't wanna be talking about this stuff in public, bro like, I don't know what these nurses were thinking like, I'm I mean, I understand what they were thinking. They were trying to, like, make jokes and have fun, but they don't realize. I think when you work in, in the healthcare setting for so long, like 12 hours a day, you're working, like, 60, 80 hours a week, and you spend all your time in this healthcare setting in this little bubble of people, of your coworkers, who you love and who you get along with great, but they all kind of go through the same thing with you. So the jokes that you make and stuff, it's not for the general public. Like same thing with like military, you know, guys, like people. Um they make like crude jokes, like you see this in the like, movies and stuff, and I'm sure like this stuff that happened in life too, is they make these crude jokes about death and and like war and like killing and stuff. And like if we were not part of like culture, we never go through the hardship that they do. We don't experience what they experience. Like it's a way for them to cope, right? It's a way for them to kind of check check in on each other and and test each other, see how each other are doing, but in their own way. So, we as outsiders don't understand that kind of culture, and we look in, we hear them say these things, we're like, what the heck, man, that's so insensitive, like, how can you talk about death like that, how can you talk about killing like that, but we just don't understand, so... I think it's the same you wanna think about it in the same way here. We spend so much time in the hospital, we spend so much time with our coworkers, we don't realize the general public. These are not things that you're supposed to be saying to the general public, right? Like like overall, like healthcare is a service field. Um you don't think of it as it is, but it's, it's service. Like you providing service and care for the patients who are paying you. Or they they paying insurance and insurance paying you. But you are providing a service for them and you want it to be a good service. So definitely I gotta keep myself in check too and don't be like stupid like this and do stupid things like that also. Cause I do say a lot of stupid things, but I just don't post them online. And who knows, with like all the podcasts I'm making and the stuff I'm talking in public, I'm probably gonna eventually say something stupid too. And if I do, I want you guys to like, you know, let me know. And keep me in chat. Don't 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 let me get cancelled, you know if you guys don't keep me in check early um, but yeah all these things are like, make sense but, like I just went through obese. so I understand what this is um, you know like the mom just gave birth, and they wanna know what how much the baby weighs and, okay, you don't have time to weigh the baby yet but you will, right, so they just ask me beforehand, like, don't make a big deal about it just tell them to weigh, weigh later like, oh yeah, I'll let you know when I weigh the baby or, you know, a lot of the time, also the mom goes in and they like, I don't want any epidural um, or pain medications right now because they're concerned for the baby. They don't want to have, like, this risk associated with putting an epidural. And they a lot of people, you know, um, don't want to take Tylenol or something for the pain because they're afraid it's going to affect the baby. So you're just going to have some understanding. And, yeah, you can, like, you can gripe about it, but don't make fun of them on it. About it online, it's gonna make people who's giving birth gonna read these things and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be hesitant to say these things, to say they don't want medications and know that and think that you're judging them for it. That's messed up. Um, So immediately users took to the comments to share their outcry over the video. Many said they felt it was unprofessional and lacking empathy pregnant, so one person said, pregnant with my first, and I don't know how to feel about this video. My ache is when people work in healthcare and don't have compassion for other people. Awful people. Another commenter said. Yeah, like, you guys are coming off as just jerks. And so judgmental. Whack. So in Emory Healthcare, so I'm guessing this hospital, announced in an Instagram statement that took appropriate actions in light of the TikTok, framing the nurses and questions as former employees, so maybe they get suspended or fired. It did not respond immediately when BuzzFeed News requested clarification of what happened to the staffers, which no one ever does. Uh, so they said, we are aware of the TikTok video that included disrespectful and unprofessional comments about maternity patients. This video does not represent a commitment. So just like a generic apology comment. Again, I don't blame the hospital at all. This is just, you know, nurses putting stuff on the TikTok account, um, trying to get, trying to go viral and try to make jokes and be funny. I see this all the time. You know, a lot of my friends do it. I'm totally okay with that. Over the years, medical professionals have come under fire for their work-related TikTok content. Nurse Olivia Vanderford was criticized after a TikTok featuring her walking away from the camera while somber music plays, captioned. Lost a patient today. I know which exactly which TikTok this was, and I will talk about this in another video, not in this podcast. But I'm gonna make a video about this on YouTube <laughs> on my uh, own channel, so you guys should follow me. The only ten, uh, and I'll talk about this. But many criticized the nurse for filming content while at work for turning turning a patient's death into content. Others also pointed out that many Americans have had negative experiences with the healthcare system and studies about increasing maternity mortality rates caused by a broken system continue to permeate headlines. But I'm pretty sure within the last, you know, few decades, maternity mortality rates up went, up, I feel like probably went down in developed countries, especially in America. So I don't know about that. So they say the account deleted and reactivated with only one new post from Friday left on the feed. As other social media handles have been deleted, but the video has been reposted in several other accounts. Some people say such a disgrace to all patients would never want my nurse to be like this. nasty so this is this was one of the nurses that in the video. yeah, so that's why I have for you guys is what do you guys think about this is I think it's like a social media. You know, guy myself who like really enjoy using social media and wanting to make content, content creator for me, and making things that relate to the healthcare for you. And as a healthcare professional, I do it, you know, I think it's really tough to balance that line between trying to be funny, trying to make good content and educational content, trying to be funny, trying to make jokes, and also be be professionals. Uh, For me personally, I find myself like struggling with. There's, like, jokes and stuff that I want to make. But I know that I also have to be professionals because I'm a doctor now. I'm a physician. You know, I'm practicing at the top of my license. And there's going to be people looking at me and judging me, like, no matter what, for the words and actions that I do. Um, so, yeah, so, it's tough. I think it's a tough line to kind of balance and this doesn't have to be about like jokes and stuff too. I think uh, another uh, something else I'll go into in the future, just like the way you present yourself, the way you dress, uh, certain kind of music choices that you choose to put in your educational videos. This, I've seen like educational videos done by healthcare professionals that just like put over like questionable choice of music. That might be really hot for trend for people to see, but questionable choice of music in terms of not very appropriate for the general population, you know? Or just like the way they dress and everything. It's, I feel like doing that can take away the impact of the educational point that you're trying to make. But that's my own personal experience, uh, personal opinion. Let me know what you guys think. Let's move on to the next story. So next we have, so I I saw this pop on my, on my uh, my Google feed one day and I was like, I just kind of chuckled out loud when I was um, working. So it said, I'm a medical student. Haters say I'm too pretty to be a doctor. And this was written by Asia Grace at the New York Post. Her body's so sick. No one believes she's on track to becoming a doctor. So this is talking about a medical student. So the article is going to say a fever-inducing med student named Jasmine has social media saying, "Ah, in shock with her flawless face and hot physique, leaving many people stunned that she's pursuing a medical degree. Okay, so let me just start out by saying this, probably written by a woman, and I'm not trying to objectify a woman here. We should not objectify a woman. Um, but this sounds kinda of like objectifying woman to me, you know. Flawless face, hot physique. Uh but let's keep going. Quote If I got one dollar every time they tell me I don't look like a med student End quote. Jasmine from Iran pen in the closed captions of her viral TikTok about folks questioning her career path. So that's a caption, right? She put it's probably some video or something. I didn't like look at her TikTok or anything. Of videos and posts but So she's saying that like So many people ask her About the way she looks That she's too pretty You know To be a med student or something She would be really rich Right So in the clip Which has garnered more than 176,000 views The smoking hot brunette Who is studying to become an OB-GYN Is seen lip syncing to Chris Brown Willow Wayne's 2014 hit Loyal she empathized the lyrics just got rich so she says she would have like be really rich after collecting single dollars from her doubters just all the way they're asking her so here she is uh in the post of her in a bathing suit and here's another one with her in scrubs and white coat um and here's her in the op- in the OR operating room She often jokes that she has the ability to be hot in her personal life and skilled in her professional life. So beneath both her TikTok and Instagram posts, shady cyber cynics have left cruel comments suggesting that all doctors should look old and miserable and that she's too cute to fill the role. But the criticism hasn't deterred Jasmine who's currently in her final year of medical school from striving after her white coat and stethoscope. Quote, yes, I am not allowed to take care of myself. She sarcastically penned as the caption of the post, tacking on the hashtag stereotypes for added effect. Supporters in Jasmine's TikTok comments said they too have been shamed for their good looks and polished jobs. Despite the shade, Jasmine continues to pursue her dream of becoming a doctor. Jasmine agreed with her supporter that it is possible for a woman to have beauty and brain. However, amid the wave of flack, dazzling doctor to be did receive an outpouring of support from other medical professionals who are also a force to endure snide remarks from haters. Story of my life, one future physician commented, commented so this is another med student. People automatically assume I'm a nurse. Um, no, I think usually, I don't think that's the reason why they assume you're a nurse, because you're too pretty. I think that's, <laughs> I think it's, I mean, it's a sexist thing to do, but they assume you're a nurse probably because you're a female. Another annoyed audience member asks, what do med students exactly look like? Here, like, are we a different breed or something? Comments like these irritate me. And an equally ticked off viewer wrote, when will people realize the whole beauty versus brand thing is a myth? You can be pretty and smart. To which Jasmine agreed typing, for real. So I suppose. Yeah, so essentially, she's just complaining. Essentially, she, this girl is just getting... And I I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of the clout, a lot of these people posting on there are just, like, jokingly saying that. They're not saying, like, you shouldn't be a doctor. They just... They literally... I think they just... That's just a way of complimenting, you know, a pretty girl. They're like, wow, you need to be too pretty to be a doctor. You know, like, if you on Tinder, you put, like, you're a med student... Unlike your Tinder bio or something, the thing the guy's first gonna text you is you gonna know, be like, "You're yeah, way too cute to be a doctor" or something like that. So I don't, I, I don't know. I haven't seen these like actual comments, but I feel like a lot of these are just, and it, it is cynical and it, it is actually saying, "Oh, you shouldn't be a doctor because you're too pretty." I have a feeling that it's probably just trolls, and there's trolls everywhere, and I wouldn't take offense by it. And I'm sure it's a very limited number of those posts. But I also see people saying that just the, that saying itself can be considered, you know, sexist and discouraging and should not be encouraged just for saying that, right? Like, let's say they mean well and, be, and actually just complimenting her for her looks. Like she's like, oh, actually she's like, she's really pretty and I can't believe she's a med student. Let's say that's what they mean. I think the the posts and what she and other people might be saying and feeling is that why does this even come into consideration like why should that even be a saying if you know i I have a feeling that that's what is bothering them, so I'll chime in with this in the fact that it's true. <laughs> Most doctors that you meet is going to be older, right? The only exception is probably Dr. Mike. You know, that's why he's named like the hottest like doctor on social media or something. The dude is super young, right? The dude is, he probably finished. I have a feeling he went straight. So there are programs, medical school programs that will let you go straight in from college and kind of like let you cut like a year or two. So instead of having. Usually, so the normal thing is high school. So you're 18, right? You do four years of um, like 17, 18. You do four years of undergrad. So that's enough. Uh, so you get out by like 21, 22. And you do four years of med school. So, like 21, 22. So like 26, right? So you finish med school at 26. You do residency for another three years at least. Then you at least 29. 29 year old when you finish. So, usually, most of the time, like when you just fresh out, you just finish residency, most doctors are going to be 29, 30 years old. If you like accelerated, like Dr. Mike was, I think he was, um, you might skip like a year, um, possibly two cut out on it. And there's only some like accelerated program and you just go straight into after high school and you only have to do like three years of undergrad and you go straight into the med school uh, curriculum. So you can get out by the time you're 27, 28. So you're still kind of young. But most of the time, like for me, I'm old as heck. I took an extra two, three years to finish uh, my med school school training because I had like gap years in between undergrad and med school. And a lot of people, I'm not a lot, but I think there's quite a big chunk of people who are non-traditional graduates of med school. So most of the time when you see your doctor's, And if they're good doctors, right, that you know of, it's going to be old people. I mean, they're going to be, like, a little bit older, a little bit in their, you know, midlife. And the thing is that when you're in med school and residency, you don't really have time to take care of yourself. Um, You can try to. I try to, but I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends and colleagues and classmates who just kind of, it's the last thing in the the plate. They're trying to pass boards, they're trying to study. They're trying to, like, wake up and get enough sleep. And take care of the family also and working like 80 plus hours in the hospital so yeah <laughs> usually when you think like pretty and hot doctor's not one of them eh, you know like you don't expect the doctors to be like hot and pretty except for Grayson, I mean everyone's in there is hot and pretty and I think they have like an episode in there where Izzy I think Izzy was her name but she was like a former model and she had to went through the same thing and they kind of like make fun of her it, like a sexist kind of thing but Anyway, I don't really know what the point of this article that I brought out to try and, and talk to you guys about. I think it's just kind of funny that just take it, man. Like, just take the fact that people are calling you pretty, that you look good. And that you're going to be in the high-income profession and you've been making a bunch of money. You'll be saving lives and be changing people's lives. I wouldn't, like, get bothered, hot and bothered by it. But what do I know? I'm a guy. So, next up. My favorite part, article of the day, Uh, and I have like a video we can watch too after this, but nurse practitioner fined $20,000 for advertising herself as Dr. Sarah. So a, so this article is a little bit already, this is back in November, so, but hopefully you guys haven't heard about it yet, we can go through it together a California nurse petitioner was fined nearly $20,000 for false advertising and fraud after referring to herself as Dr. Sarah and failing to file necessary business paperwork, according to a settlement announced on November 14. Last month, the San Luis Obispo County, California District Attorney Dan Dow filed a complaint against, against uh, Sarah Ernie, RNNP. So, registered nurse, nurse practitioner, citing unfair business practices and unprofessional conduct. So, it said, according to court documents, let me get some water here, guys. According to court documents, California's Medical Practice Act does not permit individuals to refer to themselves as doctor, physicians, or any other terms or letters indicating or implying that he or she is a physician and surgeon without having a certificate as a physician and surgeon. Which is a very sensible law, I feel like. It should be in there. I feel like every state should have it. I don't know, some state may not even have this. But I'm in California and I think this definitely applies. Individuals who misinterpret, who misrepresent themselves are subject to misdemeanor charges and civil penalties. In addition to the fine, Ernie agreed to refrain from referring to herself as a doctor in her practice and on social media. She has already deleted her Twitter account. So I haven't seen her Twitter account, I haven't seen her TikTok, like, video. But I can only really imagine what it is, just because I've seen tons of profiles and accounts like this, uh, like chiropractors and, you know, all this stuff. Literally, the account literally just say doctor, whatever, whatever. And even on Twitter pages too, just doctor, whatever, whatever. And... You really have to, like, some of them doesn't mean, like, make it clear in their, like, profile that they are not, like, a medical doctor. Um, sometimes you have to, like, take, go go onto the about page, a link, and then go to, like, the website link. Like, dig through, like, the about me and, like, profile something to even find out the fact that, oh, wait, they have not even, like, a real, they're not even, like, a medical doctor. Um, so... The case underscores tensions between physicians fighting to preserve the scope of practice and the allied professionals that U.S. lawmakers increasingly see as a less expensive way to improve access to health care. So this would be phys- physician's assistant and nurse practitioners that they're talking about here. So the American Medical Association and specialty groups strongly oppose a new bill, the Improving Care and Access to Nurses Act, that would expand the scope of practice for nurse practitioners and physician assistant. So I wonder what this new bill is, because I already know that in California, nurse petitioners can already um, practice independently. The family, I mean, the primary care one. So I think this might be talking about... This is something that I'm going to read later, but it's probably gonna be talking about, I think, reimbursement and stuff. I think before they we were trying to talk about how nurse petitioners can who practice independently can bill uh, insurance the same for the same amount as like a physician would. I don't know if that's the same or not. I don't know where that's going either, so we can talk about that next time. So court records show that Ernie earned a doctor of nursing practice degree from Vanderbilt University, Nashville, Tennessee and that she met the state requirements to obtain licensure as a registered nurse and nurse practitioner. So she opened a practice in 2018 called Holistic Women's Healing where she provided medical services and drug supplements to patients. And she entered a collaborative agreement with ob and Annika Moore, MD, for approximately three years. Moore's medical practice was in another county and state. so And the physician returned every two to three months to review a portion of Ernie's patient files. So this doctor that kind of partnered up with the uh, nurse petitioner in question here so usually before like California kind of like okay so before California let nurse petitioner like operate independently or have their own thing PAs and NPs are always under they always have to work under like the supervision of a doctor so this is sound like this is what kind of is I don't know why she can't just practice on her own I don't know why she needed this um, maybe it's like a different practice uh, so she can see more patients I'm not sure but this ob doctor was in a totally different county in state name in California and she's <laughs> come back and review uh, patient files every two to three months which I know for a fact that reviewing okay maybe I don't know for a fact but I'm, but I'm just guessing educated guess 90% like sure that reviewing these patients files there's no way she'll review two to three months worth of patient files and make and go through all of them and see what the treatment is, see what the plan is, see if that's all correct or not. There's simply no way; it's impossible how we. So it's, I think it's all just like like chart checking, check up boxes, make sure everything is kind of like legal. So earning more. I'm not saying that's what happened. So maybe this doctor is you know legit and doing things the right way, but I don't know. Ernie and Moore terminated the collaborative agreement in March, according to court documents, so they weren't partners anymore. However, Dow alleged that Ernie regularly referred to herself as Dr. Sarah or Dr. Sarah Ernie in her online advertising and social media accounts. Her patients, quote, were so proud of her, unquote, that they call her doctor and her supervising physician instructed staff to do the same. So I don't know what's saying here because was she working with another supervising physician in her practice, holistic, woman's healing in California, or not? So I don't really know what's saying about that here. But Dow said Henry did not clearly advise the public that she was not a medical doctor and failed to identify her supervising physician. Well, simply put, there's a great need for healthcare providers to state their level of training, and licensing clearly and honestly in all of their advertising and marketing materials. Unquote, he said in a press release. So in California, nurse practitioners who have been certified by the Board of Registered Nursing may use the following titles. So not doctors, they have to say these things. So they got to introduce themselves as Certified Nurse Practitioner, APRNCNP, and they have all these re- like crazy ar- like long acronyms. I never really know what it means. I think this means Advanced Practice Register nurse, certify nursing practitioners, and then, oh, they get introduced so as register nurse, RN and NP. So, you get it, so RN and NP. It's like redundant, you know? Why, why do you have APR and CNP and RN and NP? This is really the same thing. A combination of other letters, awards identify specializations such as adult nurse practitioners. Pediatric nurse petitioner, obstetrical, obstetrical, gynecological nurse petitioner, and family nurse petitioners. They all get to say nurse petitioner in the name. There's no doctors that they can use, okay? <laughs> okay, so as educational requirements shift for advanced practice conditions, similar cases will likely emerge, said Grant marsoff Ph.D., M.P.H., Master of Public Health, R.N., Registered Nurse, F.A.A.N. I don't know what that means. Uh, Family Association. I don't know. No, I think this is like an R.N. teaching thing. Professor at the University of Pittsburgh School of Nursing, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Said. So this is like a professor, like an R.N. professor. So like a like a doctorate in something. Scope of practice. He like, so he. This is what he said. Scope of practice is governed by state, so they will have to figure it out. As more professional disciplines move to clinical doctorates at the entry to practice, pharma, physical therapy, and occupational therapy have already done this, and advanced practice nursing is on its way. Certified registered nurse and anesthetists, certified registered nurse anesthetists, are already required to get a DNP doctor nursing practitioner to sit for certification. He said. More guidance is needed, especially when considering other professions like dentists, clinical psychologists, and individuals with clinical or research doctorates who often call themselves doctors. Marsoff said, "It seems that the honorific of doctor emerges from the degree, not from being a physician or surgeon." He said, "Beyond so, I don't know if he's like trying to defend her here in the fact that she was calling herself a doctor." Because of her degree and not because she was calling herself a doctor, as a physician or surgeon. So maybe that's what he's trying to say. Or if he's just saying that in general. Um, beyond the false advertisement, Dow alleged Ernie did not file a fictitious business name. So so he's saying, like, he's not claiming her that she's filing as like a doctor herself for the business statement. She's just advertising herself on like, social media and. Kind of like misleading her patients when she sees them as doctors, um, and I can see that. So crazy, crazy stuff. And I'm gonna show the YouTube video after I talk to you guys about this too. But insane. Like, what do you guys think about this? You know, I'm very biased already. You know, I'm a medical doctor, have an MB degree, and like what, like just this phrase right here. Like, it seems that the honorific of doctor emerges from degree, not from being a physician or a surgeon. So. Yeah, there's like doctorate degree in all sort of fields. There's a PhD in everything. You can get a PhD in literally everything. Like biology, you know, social uh, language studies, social studies, women's studies, PhD in the art, PhD in I don't know, movie, art, making something, whatever. But when you in a health care situation in like, you gotta take into context, right? Like, when you're, the, when you're on an airplane and they ask, for, well, is there a doctor on board for a medical emergency? You're like, who are they t- asking for? Which doctor, right? Like, when, like, you can't just be making up new words and trying to change the um, the, the status quo. Like willy-nilly. And that's why they have this this um, this law in place, right? You can't be, like, yeah, you can have a doctorate degree in nursing practitioner, but you can't be walking around calling yourself doctor to patients. Um, so my wife is a physician assistant, right? And they just recently changed the name to physician associate. Now it's not physician assistant anymore. It's physician associate. And they can get uh, there's people who you can do like a doctorate. You get a doctor, doctorate, a physician associate, so DEPA. So then you have a doctorate too. I don't think they should be calling themselves doctors in a healthcare setting. You know, it makes absolutely no sense. I think I saw some comments on, uh, like TikTok, like pages and stuff, like. Instagram pages and they said, "Oh, Joe Biden, you know Joe's Biden's, the first lady of the U.S. right now, is has a doctorate in, in doctorate in education, and they calling her Doctor Biden, you know Doctor Joe Biden, yeah, but they shouldn't be calling her that in the hospital in the medical setting. Very, and this is I'm like confused about all these degrees and everything like this, like." Myself. And I'm in the freaking medical setting like daily. I've been studying medicine for like 5-6 years. So. Even if I, even I am confused. How do you think the like general public is going to feel? They don't know all these like random letters. Like why? All these random letters and like words and terms that we use. They just see you in the white coat. Uh, like a pe- pentagonia jacket and scrubs and they assume that you dare to take care of them and I'm not saying that I'm not saying the nurse practitioner doesn't take care of the patients but I just think is patients have the right to know who's taking care of them so, so let's see what this lady said on here so she made a video about this uh, mess uh this article so let's listen to it. this article so she is also a nurse practitioner
1: Article is extremely biased it says nurse practitioner fined 20,000 for advertising herself as Dr. Sarah and never states that she that she referred to herself as Dr. Sarah nurse practitioner additionally it doesn't even you have to scroll like way to the bottom of the article to, for it to show that she actually had a doctorate degree in nursing practice and to just educate the general
0: well, technically, they did say that she's a nurse petitioner on there, so... Public? A nurse petitioner, you technically have a doctorate. Um, actually, no, I think this nurse petitioner before, they have all these doctorate degrees on new. I think before, you could, nurse petitioner, you get it as a master degree, actually, so...
1: A doctorate is not equivalent to MD. A doctorate is a terminal degree in any profession. So you can have a doctorate in education. You can have, for example, right? Acupuncturists are called doctors. Chiropractors are called doctors. Physical therapists have doctorates. Uh, Optometrists are called doctors. Optometrists, psychologists, and acupuncturists do not have an MD degree, right? Probably the most equivalent degree to MD would be DO, right? DO, MDs, they usually don't have an issue with each other. Um, but when it comes to nurse practitioners, the medical, the American Medical Association, the AMA, comes after nurse practitioners. They feel like we're creeping and infringing on their practice. Like, we're not trying to do that.
0: The reason why they do that is because the nurse, nurse practitioners, like primary care nurse practitioners, like for me at least, family medicine, right? Like the nurse practitioners are in the same few asks the MDs and DOs for instance like just like dealing with patients taking care of patients like doctor physical therapy they deal mostly with physical therapy stuff they don't take care of hypertension and diabetes or do surgeries um acupuncturists like patients don't go to them I mean I guess they can I don't really know what acupuncturists actually really do uh I think they treat I think they can try to treat everything um, but again, I don't go to a doctor, doctor of ac- ac- acupuncture and think that for my cold symptoms and everything else. But for nurse practitioners, they do. The patients, we we work in the same setting. You know, there's nurse practitioner in in Lurie Clinic, right? But we do the same thing. The our scope of practice is overlaps other doctors especially like dentists or you know optometrists not really right it's it's this niche it's a niche field so there's less confusion about that
1: we're just trying to fill up the gaps because there's a shortage of providers i have no issue with the term mid-level provider we provide care at the mid-level if patients need to be referred to specialists we know we need to refer to a specialist but the day-to-day things we can manage and in some states, NPs can practice autonomously, depending on if, uh, depending on a certain amount of hours and all that. But California again. This just boiled my blood. Not only did they find her twenty thousand dollars, she had to pay additional legal fees. Um, it just seems like they targeted her and they came after her for no rhyme or reason. She had to close down her practice, and she can never refer to herself as doctor anywhere despite having a doctorate and again if if you're in clinical practice and you're a nurse practitioner i understand never introducing yourself
0: this linear law in california said you can't re- like if you're an np or something you gotta call yourself a nurse practitioner we just went through that
1: it's just dr sarah if you have a doctorate because the general public could become confused but if you say hey, I'm so dr. she makes this sarah point right here yourself as just Dr. Sarah if you have a
0: doctorate. Really yeah, if point. you're
1: in clinical practice and you're a nurse practitioner, I understand never introducing yourself as just Dr. Sarah if you have a doctorate, because the general public could become confused. Right. But if you say, I'm Dr. Sarah, a nurse practitioner, where's the confusion? You're telling them what you have a doctorate in. It's not, it's not endangering the general public.
0: But was she telling her patients that she's a nurse petitioner was her TikTok handle and Twitter page handle saying Dr. Sarah comma nurse petitioner I don't know <laughs> I don't know because I actually didn't see her like her handles and everything like that but I don't think so <laughs>
1: Um, there's plenty of chiropractors that have online stores. And That's true, they do. Dr. So-and-so, and they never make a reference to what they're doing.
0: They should get canned for that too because I've seen so many doctor pages giving advice and other stuff about medicines and everything. Not just like bone up, like actual medicines and everything, right? Like hypertension and and kidney diseases and weight loss and everything like that. And I go to the page and it's literally It's a chiropractic doctor, doctor So they should get flagged in? for that too
1: So I don't understand why they came after her I would like to know your thoughts she, they had, she had to shut down her website And she can make no reference to her anymore As having a doctorate Despite her having it It's fraud, yet she has a doctorate
0: So that's what I have for you guys. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. <sighs> I think she should get fined for it. I don't know how much, how many people she. Uh, I wish I had found it and kind of did my research and see what stuff she was posting. Kind of curious about that, but yeah, I think very confusing for the general public, and it's going to do more harm than good if we try to. Save that. You can use call yourself a doctor in any other settings, but not in a medical setting, okay? Just doing a disservice to your patient. So that's what I have for you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Once again, uh, tune in for next week. We'll have more to come. And I'll try to be more consistent. Until next time. Take care.